Thomas Paine is one of the most influential historical figures. He authored the pamphlet, Common Sense. This pamphlet helped gain public support for the Declaration of Independence and the Revolutionary War. Here's a quote from Thomas Paine. Spiritual freedom is the root of political liberty. As the union between spiritual freedom and political liberty seems nearly inseparable, it is our duty to defend both. A California church challenges the governor's lockdown restrictions in this episode of Lockdown Law. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lockdown Law. In this episode, we're going to discuss the U.S. Supreme Court decision recently issued. The name of the case is South Bay United Pentecostal Church versus Gavin Newsom, Governor of California. This case is very significant. The U.S. Supreme Court has issued one of the first decisions dealing with governmental restrictions in the COVID-19 era. For those of you who listened to the last episode, California versus Wisconsin, you learned about the procedural history of the case. And we learned that the lower court upheld the governor's restrictions. So let's find out what the U.S. Supreme Court ruled. In a 5-4 to four decision, the United States Supreme Court sided with the lower courts and upheld Governor Newsom's restrictions on religious gatherings. Now, what were these restrictions? The state guidelines currently limit attendance at places of worship to 25% of building capacity or a maximum of 100 attendees. In upholding the restrictions, the United States Supreme Court looked to precedent. And if you listen to the last episode, this won't be a surprise to you because we learned that the courts have generally deferred to the state's broad police powers in regulating public health. Here's some quotes from the majority opinion. Our Constitution principally entrusts the safety and the health of the people to the politically accountable officials of the states to guard and protect. In quoting the Jacobson versus Massachusetts case decided in 1905, when those officials undertake to act in areas fraught with medical and scientific uncertainties, their latitude must be especially broad. In quoting another case, where those broad limits are not exceeded, they should not be subject to second-guessing by an unelected federal judiciary, which lacks the background, competence, and expertise to assess public health and is not accountable to the people. 
There's also another quote from the case that you'll be familiar with. In quoting a famous dissent from a 1947 Supreme Court decision, in the words of Justice Robert Jackson, if a court does not temper its doctrinaire logic with a little practical wisdom, it will convert the Constitutional Bill of Rights into a suicide pact. It will convert the Constitutional Bill of Rights into a suicide pact. I think that's a fancy way of saying, eh, what we're doing might be unconstitutional, but it's for your own good. Although in fairness, the state did have some startling statistics, and this is from the Washington Post. The state of California contended that there are good reasons for these restrictions and that its experts testified that there have been multiple reports of sizable gatherings um, at religious services, choir practices, and funerals resulting in significant spread of COVID-19. This included a worship service in Sacramento tied to 71 COVID-19 cases. A choir practice in Seattle linked to 32 cases. A Kentucky church revival tied to 28 cases. And listen to this one. A religious service in South Korea where over 5,000 cases were traced back to a single infected individual in attendance. Wow. All right, let's hear what the dissenters have to say. I would grant the church's requested temporary injunction because California's latest safety guidelines discriminate against places of worship and in favor of comparable secular businesses. Such discrimination violates the First Amendment. In response to the COVID-19 health crisis, California has now limited attendance at religious worship services to 25% of building capacity or 100 attendees, whichever is lower. The basic constitutional problem is that comparable secular businesses are not subject to a 25% occupancy cap including factories, offices, supermarkets, restaurants, retail stores, pharmacies, shopping malls, pet grooming shops, bookstores, florists, hair salons, and cannabis dispensaries. Going further, the dissent stated, to justify its discriminatory treatment of religious worship services, California must show that its rules are justified by a compelling governmental interest and narrowly tailored to advance that interest. California undoubtedly has a compelling interest in combating the spread of COVID-19 and protecting the health of its citizens. But 
restrictions inexplicably applied to one group and exempted from another do little to further these goals and do much to burden religious freedom. What California needs is a compelling justification for distinguishing between, number one, religious worship services, and number two, the litany of other secular businesses that are not subject to an occupancy cap. California has not shown such a justification. Going further in the dissent, It is stated that California has ample options that would allow it to combat the spread of COVID-19 without discriminating against religion. The state could insist that the congregants adhere to social distancing and other health requirements and leave it at that, just as the governor has done for comparable secular activities. Or alternatively, the state could impose reasonable occupancy caps across the board. But absent a compelling justification, the state may not take a looser approach with, say, supermarkets, restaurants, factories, and offices, while imposing stricter requirements on places of worship. The state also has substantial room to draw lines, especially in an emergency. But as relevant here, the Constitution imposes one key restriction on that line drawing. The state may not discriminate against religion. In sum, California's 25% occupancy cap on religious worship services indisputably discriminate, and such discrimination violates the First Amendment. So there you have it, the dissent. Okay, the first Supreme Court ruling on governmental restrictions in the COVID-19 lockdown era. The government wins and a church loses. A close decision, five to four. But like my dad says, close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Five to four decision, nine to zero decision, a win's a win. Again, not a huge surprise because in the last episode, we went over several Supreme Court cases and all of them supported state quarantine laws, which is somewhat similar to what is happening today. I certainly respect history and following precedent. It is so important because people and businesses need to know the rules of the game. So it's important to follow precedent. Also, you have to give California Governor Newsom some credit because at this point in time, he is trying to keep places of worship open, but just limit capacity. So it's understandable, it's smart, 
and it's appreciated that there is not a complete shutdown of religious gatherings. There's an attempt to compromise on protecting public health and individual rights. He's trying to prevent those scenarios we heard with the super spreaders. Um, that's stat about the one person in Korea infecting 5,000 other people is so alarming. Imagine if you were that person, how horrible you would feel. However, at the same time, the dissent and the church, they make some persuasive arguments. The church is arguing that it is treated worse than secular businesses. That there are a whole list of other businesses that don't have the 25% capacity limitation. But one thing I was surprised at was that the dissent didn't really emphasize the hypocrisy of the government seemingly allowing these mass gatherings to protest, but putting a 100-person capacity on places of worship. I thought that was one of their best arguments. Another thing I found strange was that the lower courts referred to churches as a high-risk workplace in terms of spreading COVID-19. But I never really thought of a church as a workplace. In fact, the Supreme Court just ruled that religious organizations, some religious organizations, may be exempt from certain employment laws. So that statement is a bit perplexing. But at the end of the day, the government is demonstrating some flexibility in allowing places of worship to open, but under capacity restrictions. Okay, I'm really excited about the next episode. It is going to discuss COVID-19 legal issues in the workplace. There are so many hardworking Americans out there, and I know these are tough times. So I am proud to do an episode to help you understand your rights in the workplace. And I hope you tune in and listen. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lockdown Law. The information provided in this podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information content, and materials available on this podcast are for general informational purposes only. Information in this podcast may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. Listeners of this podcast should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter. No reader or listener to this podcast should act or refrain from acting on the basis of information on this podcast without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation. Use of and access to this podcast or any of the resources contained within the podcast do not create an attorney-client relationship. The views expressed at or through this podcast are those of the individual author writing in their individual capacities only, not those of their respective employers. All liability with respect to actions taken or not taken based on the contents of this podcast 
are hereby expressly disclaimed. The content on this posting is provided as is. No representations are made that the content is error-free.